2: Hello
1: hello, 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 Welcome to the naughty but nice show. I'm Rob Schueter and it's Wednesday, which means our dear friend Donnie Meacham joins us. Hey, Donnie. Are you there?
2: Hello, 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 Wednesday, my favorite day of the week. <laughs> and Rob, I know you had a field day with all this Jennifer Lopez <gasps> press at the
1: Grammys. We'll get into that on the show. So I used to work for JLo. to our new listeners. Hello, hello, hello. I did Good Day New York yesterday and we got a ton of new noughties. Uh, that's what we call ourselves here if you are new to the program. Uh, the cult, is that what we are? I'm not quite sure. A program. So if you're new, hello, hello, hello. If you're one of the OGs, hello, hello, hello to you too. Let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Tea time. So I love this story. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck's tense conversation at the Grammys has been revealed. So it appears as if Jennifer was aware that her Oscar-winning husband was going viral for his, quote, miserable appearance during the award show on Sunday night and turned around to tell him to improve his facial expressions. <laughs> so they got a lip re- reader at the Daily Mail. Of course they did. Genius. And the lip reader tells the Daily Mail that Jennifer said so... Stop to Ben Affleck. I don't know if she said it quite like this, so my accent is not J-Lo's, but I'm <laughs> recreating it here as if it's theatre. Stop. Look more friendly. Look motivated. Ben replied, I might. <gasps> <Ooh. laughs> what do you think it all means, Dummy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> because the thing is, at the end of the day... He's been around the block. Mm. No pun intended, Jenny from the (laughs) block. But he knows what this is all about. He doesn't really want to be there. He wants to be at home. He He wants to be at at home. He He wants to be at at home. home. We've all been dragged to events that our spouses,
1: our partners have dragged us to. We've all gone to those work cocktail parties that we don't really want to go to. We know nobody there. I don't think Ben knows this world. He's an actor, he's a movie star. He doesn't know Harry Styles. He's not interested in borrowing Lizzo's flute. He does not know Adele. And so I think this was not Ben's crowd, but most people in the room, particularly people in the room who are on camera, put on a show. Just put on a show. Or don't go. If you're not going to play, don't go. It's like when you go backstage to see a performer. If you're lucky enough to be invited backstage, you have to adore them. You don't have to stand there with a puss on your face. If you're going backstage (laughs) to give a note, don't go. Don't go. I've literally seen people do this. Go backstage and give give their advice. No, no, no. Billy Joel is doing just fine. You go backstage and you gush. or you don't go. And I think Ben should have sat at that table, even if it was a big phony smile. But with a big smile on his face, what do you think the car ride home was like?
2: Oh, you know, Jen was showing him every meme on her phone going, sweetie. I told you what to do. I'm telling you, next award show, Ben Affleck is going to be up just like Taylor Swift, dancing to every performance, standing ovation. He's going to be picking Jen up, throwing her around the room. He's going to be animated.
1: They'll be doing dirty dancing in yeah. the aisles at the next award show. So Jennifer's PR is going to overdrive after this, after this disastrous night. And Jennifer is on her own social media saying, quote, I'm always the best time with my love my husband, Jennifer, we got eyes, we got ears, we saw him. I think this was actually a little insight into the reality. So I don't think this is abnormal. I think Ben's a little bit more grumpy. And I think Jennifer's the one that's full of life. We often find this in couples. One is the giver. One is full of life, happy to be there, wakes up in the morning having a great day. And one can be a little bit grumpy. And I think Ben's the grumpy one in this
2: case. Yes, I I can see that. But I think a lot of people are trying to say, like, maybe there's trouble in paradise. I don't think there's trouble in paradise. I think Ben just didn't want to be there. Yeah. And instead of doing what he should have done, it played the good husband Mm -hmm. role because she was at his movie premieres. She smiled there.
1: Yeah. She looked fabulous. Big smile on her face. Can you imagine if she'd walked the carpet at his movie premiere? with that puss on her face. They would have got married. I agree with you. I don't think there is trouble. You're going to see a lot of press over the next couple of days, weeks, maybe months about this marriage falling apart. And I don't believe it. I think this is who Ben is. This is Ben in neutral. When Ben's not putting on a show, when Ben's not trying to kiss babies or run for president or get an Oscar, (laughs) when he's not being charming, I think this is who Ben is. He's not the most welcoming. He doesn't stand there with a huge smile. And I think we know, because of his own history, he's been very Very, very honest about his struggles. Ben has some demons. He's not a happy-go-lucky type of chap. So I agree with you. I don't think their marriage is over. I don't think this is the beginning of the end. I think this is who Ben really is, and she knows it. She knows it. I guess it would be lovely to have him dancing and smiling and shaking (laughs) his bottom up there. Ain't going to happen. This is who he is. Ain't going to happen. Hey, I want to know what you all think about this. So now the tense conversation has been revealed, thanks to the Daily Mail, who say via a lip reader, of course, that Jennifer said to Ben, stop, look more friendly, look motivated. Was she right? Was she right? To ask him to do this, he didn't really oblige, but was she right? Yes or no? Go vote on our Twitter page, at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, Donnie, what are you working on?
2: This Pamela Anderson, Tim Allen thing will not go away. In her memoir, Love Pamela, she basically said that on the set of Home Improvement, Tim Allen flashed her his... You know what? The Mm -hmm. good's down there. Mm. Well, he basically, on to E! News, he was like, no, I did not do that. Never did that. Mm -hmm. She's back now on ET Canada saying, (laughs) well, he did it, but he has to deny it because look at the times we're in. She's basically saying, me too. And I kind of agree with her here. If he said, I did it. He would be in a world of trouble, and mm. it would also open the floodgates for any other type of accusations that might come out. Yeah. This is basically what Pam is saying. But, I mean, she's you're, Tim's calling her a liar, basically, by saying he didn't do it. He's calling her a liar. It's in mm. print. She wrote it in her book. I'm garnered to believe that if she wrote it in a book, they have to fact check. It's true.
1: So she wrote in the book, I was in my dressing room and I came out. And then he came out of his dressing room and he had a robe on. And then he opens his robe and basically says to her, I've seen you naked. We've all seen Pam naked. And now you've seen me naked. So let's start the show. It's a very specific quote. I'm with Pam on this one. And I think he would do best to just not say anything because you're right. If you say it didn't happen, then Pam's going to respond. I do love how casual. She's like, he has to deny it it happened yes. like she's not trying to prove a point here she's selling her book she's doing fine Pam's like it's just a sentence in a book it's not the whole book
2: I think that Pam wasn't trying to like throw him to the wolves <laughs> and say he was degrading her or so I think they actually thought it was funny at the time they both might have laughed about it but it's the thing is like she said it but now he's coming back being like no it never happened it's like buddy you either shut up or admit it. Hey, moving along, Army Hammer, another person that probably regrets
1: talking out now, uh, his rape accuser is branding him as manipulative uh, following his first interview. So the woman who accused Army Hammer of rape is now branding him as manipulative after he spoke out, broke his silence in his first interview last week. Elfie accused Hammer of violently raping her and abusing her emotionally, uh, mentally, and sexually. uh, In 2017, when she was just... 20 years old. Now, Army has done an interview with Air Mail, Curious Outlet, saying there was no criminal wrongdoings in his four-year relationship with her. He does admit that he had a relationship with her, but he said it was all consensual. She's saying, oh, no, what he's doing now is trying to get sympathy. And she doesn't even believe him when he claims that he thought about committing suicide. When you say something's not true, then the person who's accusing you will fire back. This is a conversation. You can't just say, not true, and then we move along. No, you're going to really antagonise the person who first came forward with the allegation. So I think it's better... To just say nothing if you're guilty. That's the best advice I ever got. I was at CNN and I was in the green room with this really handsome lawyer. Joey Jackson is his name. You see him on CNN all the time. Esquire. Always oh, loved lovely. Esquire. I was in the green room. We're both fighting over a chocolate chip cookie. And I said to him, what's the best advice for when I get arrested? Not if, but when I get arrested. And he said, say nothing. Good advice. Shut up, army. What do you think?
2: Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's like you work in PR. You know how this works. If he comes out now and he's like, no, basically calling her a liar, mm. she's going to now double down on these accusations. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she has proof because a lot of the women have proof. They have text messages. She has text, yep. There might be things out there that are not released. It goes to this. There's a new report out now that Adam Levine is talking. He might go on that Call Her Daddy podcast. Yes, about I saw infidelity. this. Yes, I saw this. Why? Don't do it. I don't think it's true. I
1: don't think that one's true. But don't do it. Hey, moving along, this story is bizarre. So those naughty housewives have probably crossed a line. Uh, What's going on?
2: This Real Housewives Ultimate Girls trip uh, is turning out to be messy. So Brandy Glanville and Caroline Manzo, they were reportedly taken off the show. Like the show, Mm. they've been removed from the show. Well, now it turns out that Brandy Glanville might have touched Caroline Manzo's vaginal area. What? While filming the show, earlier reports said that basically Brandy had tried to kiss Caroline. Now multiple sources Mm. are coming out saying that she touched her chest, which I'm assuming means boobs and her genital area as well. I am very confused, but this is sexual assault. I don't, I think people don't usually say it against women on women, but This is sexual assault. assault.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Brandy was kicked off the show. Manzo, Caroline Manzo left on her own accord a couple of days later and it's serious because Peacock, who are part of Bravo, this is where the show airs, it doesn't air on Bravo it airs on their streaming service, Peacock they've issued a statement saying quote the safety and security of the cast and the crew while shooting is extremely important and we take all these reports seriously. In this situation production immediately launched a comprehensive review and is taking appropriate action i think i'm done with the housewives i just think now what was funny and this wasn't funny 10 years ago but stuff that we laughed about with the housewives drinking and being abusive and being rude to one another and calling each other horrible horrible names might have been funny 10 years ago it's not now times have changed and this shtick it's got old and this certainly is never ever a good thing to even think about just disgraceful it
2: do you think peacock will axe the show completely
1: I think that this investigation is going to really uncover a lot of stuff. And let's remember, it's a reality show. There was cameras everywhere. So I think they're going to interview all the ladies. And I think this is the end of this spin-off. I think it's just too toxic. No one's going to want to watch this. And even if they do get those diehard fans that like the drama, there's a lot of people that... Watch the Housewives, including myself, who love all the drama. This is too much though for, for me. I think it's gonna be really hard to get an advertiser. What advertiser is gonna be oh. wanna be part of, of this messy, messy show? Hey, quickly before we get a break, this made me scream. <laughs> I t is laughing off one person at the Grammys who was checking out. Coco. And he said, I totally understand. So Ice-T might have 99 problems, but being a Grammy attendee with his wife is not one of them. The rapper poked fun at an audience member who was watching Coco dance to a performance. So Coco had a very low-cut dress on, and she was dancing away, jiggling, jiggling, can we say. And there's a guy that's sitting right next to her who can't take his eyes off. Off her chest. Now this photograph has literally gone viral. And actually Ice-T has seen it. And he said, LOL, I love how the white dude looked at me, then took the time to check Coco out. <laughs> I totally understand it. Coco looked remarkable that night. Can you laugh at this? You're a jealous type, Donny. If I was out with you and your fella... And I gave your fella a little glance. I don't think you'd laugh.
2: Well, (laughs) I would maybe do a little chuckle because I would know at the end of the day, like Ice-T did, he's going home with Coco. Mm. He knew, he's laughing. He's like, okay, hey, Coco, she knows, she loves that man. You can tell they've been through it, but they love each other. But I would definitely give you the up and down and go, what you looking at,
1: sweetie? Or you tell me off. There you go. Oh, give me a dirty look. I've seen many of those looks, not because of that, but because of other drama. I think this is so funny. I know them a little bit. They're really fun people. I wish their daytime talk show was a hit. They did a pilot, I I think, for six weeks. I loved it. The ratings were good. Maybe it was advertisers, but it, it never got picked up just adorable if you're listening allow, allow, hello hey we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back welcome back to the naughty but nice show i'm rob shooter with our dear friend donnie meacham hey donnie let's get to the polls da, 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 da. Da. extra extra so ben <laughs> affleck and jlo were caught having a tense conversation that we now know exactly what was said thanks to the lip reader at the daily mail are you worried about these two Let's have a look. 60% said yes. I knew it. I knew these stories were going to start. People are worried about him. No, this is who he is. She knows it. She's fine with it. He's just not that jolly, jolly person. And evidently, he can't even pretend to be that happy for two, three hours. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page, Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now... It's time for our nicest of the day.
0: Aww.
2: Well, it's good news, Maria Menounos. She's going to be a mom. Mm, congrats. Yes. The TV host, she's 44 years old, and husband, Kevin Undergaro. They're expecting their first baby, a rep for the couple confirmed it to people magazine just after a decade of trying everything we're so grateful to the beautiful family helping us conceive our baby which means she's having it via surrogate but mm-hmm. it's, the thing is it's taken her a decade to she wanted to have a kid on her own obviously different treatments and stuff goes to show it is very hard out there she tried it's a decade later she's doing it i am so happy for her because maria is actually a lovely lovely human being
1: yeah, we had a little falling out. I know it's quite unfortunate. So she's not the biggest fan of me. So if you're listening, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. But this makes me happy. It really does make me happy. Goodness knows she really wanted this and she has been working so hard to be a mom. And I think there was a time when she didn't know if it was going to happen, there was some real concerns here. So this is just wonderful, wonderful news. Our nicest of the day and now our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. Our naughtiest of the day is ABC, because it turns out that TJ and Amy were not the only members of staff who were involved in sexual relations. So a new report by New York magazine, The Cut, has exposed a scandalous culture of apparently people being very, very friendly with one another within ABC for a long time. The Cut said the following, quote, Ruth, who left GMA in 2019 and still works at ABC, says the show in particular seemed like it was staffed by a bunch of horned-up teenage (gasps) students. Uh-huh. Another person identified as Sasha in the article who worked at ABC News in 2014 when she was 27 years old. She talked about a romantic relationship she had with TJ. It wasn't long, she said, before Holmes booked a hotel near his Upper West Side apartment and sent her the details when she walked into the room. He was sitting on the bed. Another person comes forward and says it's inside the edit bay, which was the windows were covered. They were editing in there. A gentleman, a a staff member, put his hand on a woman's knee. Lots of scandal. Pick up a copy of this. It's a real expose. It's a really long story, but wow, naughtiest of the day. Let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. So flipping the cruel thoughts inside your head before they take over is the only way that you will win the conversation. The second they start, the second those cruel thoughts start, stop them in the tracks before they can take roots. They're like weeds and they've got roots. You've got to stop them right away. And there is nothing that you are thinking about that can't be reversed and seen from a different angle. Let me give you an example here. And I want you to practice this. When a negative thought comes into your head, see if you can flip it and make it a positive. So start training yourself to do this. A good example, instead of telling yourself, I don't know anything. How many times have you said that? Don't say that. Say, I can't wait to learn this. That easy. Instead of telling yourself, everybody hates me. No, no, no. Tell yourself, I love myself and I'm excited to find people who will love me too. Instead of saying, I'm ugly, flip it on its head and say, I've got gorgeous eyes. I've got a beautiful smile. Find one thing about yourself that you love. Flip these thoughts, everybody, and life gets a lot better. It's a fun thing to practice. The next time a negative thought pops into your head, text me, Donnie, and I will text you the opposite. The positive. Uh, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty but Nice with Rob and Donny show, a production of iHeartRadio. Uh, don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, uh, and leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, if you're going to be naughty, uh, you got to be uh,
2: nice. <laughs>
1: Take care, everybody.
2: Bib,
0: bib. It's Naughty but Nice with Rob. It's